the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, it's a great day to be a leftist in Ohio because they get a thrill like no other from murdering children in the womb, and they get to do that again thanks to a rogue judge in Hamilton County. That is where we uh, will begin the show today on 94.5 The Answer in Dayton and 98.9 here in Columbus. You can participate in the show by sending an email to bruce at salemmedia.com. Bruce at SalemMedia.com, our number 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Hamilton County Judge, oh boy, the irony. Hamilton County Judge Christian Jenkins, a Democrat, of course, has ruled that the Ohio Constitution may offer a right to abortion. I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it very seriously. And so... Uh, Babies that have been safe in the state of Ohio since the overturn of Roe versus Wade and the lifting of a temporary restraining order on Ohio's heartbeat bill, which bans abortions after a heartbeat is detected around the six-week mark. And that chain of events closed abortion mills in the state of Ohio. Well, now uh, they can open up again and they can uh, fire up their vacuums and fire up their dismemberment tools and their uh, chemical poison that kills babies in the womb. Because for the moment, they are allowed to abort children up to 20 weeks in the state of Ohio. And, of course, the uh, Democrats out there are celebrating. I imagine Tim Ryan is turning cartwheels over this. And Nan Whaley, the uh, Democratic gubernatorial candidate, I know is. She was hailing this as a great thing for women. Well, not for uh, women babies. I can tell you that, Nan. Uh, And the case they hold up as... You know, their holy grail is, of course, the 10-year-old from Columbus who was raped and had to go to Indianapolis to get an abortion. Well, went to Indianapolis to get an abortion, but didn't have to. As State Attorney General Dave Yost has made clear, uh, that girl, as the victim of a sexual assault, would have been able to get an abortion in the state of Ohio. So, I know, shocker, shocker, Democrats are taking a kernel of truth. There was a 10-year-old who was raped, who did want an abortion, and then they are extrapolating it to apply to all women in the state of Ohio, and extrapolating it to say she was not entitled to an abortion in the state of Ohio. Uh, This will be overruled as soon as Ohio Right to Life, Greater Columbus Right to Life, and other Right to Life organizations can get to court. But in the meantime, big moment in a small life. You get to murder kids in the state of Ohio. So, Whoop-de-doo for you. Uh, We'll be talking a lot today about this confluence of misapplied freedom and what we are called to do to be in the right. 
here on the show. As I see it threading its way throughout various issues that we are going to discuss today, including an opportunity that you have to communicate with the State Board of Education. Now, we talked a lot about boards of education on this show over the past year, year and a half, since the theme of the show essentially became what is certainly a key national issue, and that is parents' rights in education. One of our earlier shows this week focused on what? Hilliard Board of Education, parents showing up, wanting to know about badges that elementary school teachers in Hilliard were wearing, which identify them as LGBTQ friendly, thus giving teachers license to show to elementary school students who have a phone, and a lot of them do, a QR code on the back of that badge, which will take anybody who shines their badge on that or shines their phone on that badge access to a website with pornographic material on it. Oh, but the QR code is meant only for the teachers as a resource. These kids aren't supposed to pay any attention to the QR code. Not that they even know what a QR code is, Bruce, because, I mean, there's only a QR code in every restaurant they go into and they see their mom and dad shine their phone on the QR code in order to get the menu. So that's uh, beside the point. You're not supposed to ask those questions. Well, at any rate, Education is a big deal, and parents' rights are a big deal because we have an increasing number of kids who are being indoctrinated into the transgender ideology out there that a boy can be a girl just by saying so. And we have an increasing number of people in the state of Ohio who think that that should be the law. And they think that because that's what the Biden administration says. They are doing everything they can 50 years into Title IX to eviscerate Title IX. Title IX, which instituted protections for women, they'd be given equal opportunities in extracurricular activities in school, instruction, all manner of education-related things had to be equal between men and women. That is what Title IX brought about. But the Biden administration views Title IX differently. The Biden administration views Title IX as discriminatory toward people who are born one sex but have the mental illness that believes allows them to believe they are, in fact, the other sex. Gender and sex are different. Gender is how you identify. Sex is what you are. Gender is a made-up, made-up concept. It is a made-up concept in order to remove God from our culture, because God has all authority in our culture, and God creates every person, male and female, in the world. So if we can introduce a concept, gender, where we can question God's authority, how he makes you male or female, well, then we can divorce God from our culture and thus glorify things like Marxism, which is decidedly Anti-God. So Tuesday, September 20th, Tuesday, September 20th, the State Board of Education, so every district has its own Board of Education, and I heard they had a doozy of a meeting last night in Circleville with their Board of Education where people are starting to ask questions about restrooms and what's going on in the restrooms at Circleville and are they unisex restrooms. Good for you, concerned Circleville parents. Keep the heat on. Darkness hates the light. That's why school boards have nonsensical rules like limiting public comment 
to three minutes per person, 30 minutes. Isn't it wonderful that we have school boards around the state of Ohio, like the Olin Tangy Board, which you have to submit in advance what you're going to say at the board meeting? No, I'd really rather not do that. I'd rather see you as a board member react authentically in the moment to what my concerns are as a parent. No, 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 we're not going to do it that way. You're going to have to tell us what you're going to talk about. And then once we know what you're going to talk about, then we'll decide whether we let you talk and how long we let you talk. That doesn't seem like an assault on democracy, does it? I suppose it doesn't if you're a Democrat. But at any rate, there's a state board of education, which is pretty much has the same authority as the board of education has in your district. And the state board of education has at least one good member on it. His name is Brendan Shea. And Brendan Shea has introduced a resolution with the State Board of Education to fight back against the Biden administration's Title IX nonsense, which is to say the Biden administration's outright assault on eradicating Title IX from federal law. And board member Shea's resolution is pretty straightforward. In fact, probably five years ago, we couldn't have imagined that this would even be remotely controversial. But this shows you how the left never holds a victory party, always keeps pressing its agenda, escalating its agenda more and more and more and more toward the radical end of the spectrum. Because the the resolution that board member Shea has put together that is being opposed by virtually every LGBTQ organization in the state. And I say virtually because maybe there's one out there that's not totally delusional. I don't know of one. But it's being opposed because board member Shea's resolution says controversial things like biological sex is one objective scientific fact. A human male has an X and a Y chromosome and a reproductive system ordered toward impregnation. A human female has two X chromosomes and a reproductive system ordered toward conceiving and bearing children. Oh, this would only be obvious scientific fact for thousands of years, but it's controversial because now the transgender ideology is men can get pregnant, which is not true, which is stupid, which is deranged. And demonic. Board member Shea's resolution continues. Sex is not arbitrarily assigned at birth, but rather identifies as unchangeable fact. There are observable, quantifiable, and immutable differences between males and females. The reality of biological sex can no more be altered than can the reality that 2 plus 2 equals 4. Well, I suppose there are schools where 2 plus 2 equals 4 is racist because it doesn't reimagine mathematics. So we're going to go through board member Shea's resolution broadly, and then we're going to get into some of the objections toward this. And you say, well, it's kind of seems like you're in the weeds, Bruce. No, no, this kind of response from the left explains everything that you see, local level, state level, national level. It's interesting how uh, a lot of times the things I'm reading in my morning quiet time and then news headlines coalesce. That's the case today. We've uh, been talking about 
the Hamilton County judge, Democrat, of course, uh, reinstituting abortion in the state of Ohio up to 20 weeks. So big day for leftists, the blood of children, which they exalt in causing to flow throughout the state, is uh, running rampant. And they're happy about that, but hopefully the right-to-life faction of our electorate will soon get to court and overrule just a common pleas court judge. I mean, every county's got them. This is ridiculous that a Hamilton County judge in one county can can institute abortion in 87 other counties in Ohio. Absolutely ridiculous. So we need a district court judge or somebody to come in and trump that ace, and uh, and it will happen because the heartbeat bill has been proven to be constitutional, and I assume that Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost is on the case. Another case that Dave Yost is on, he's part of 21 other state attorney generals who are fighting the Biden administration in their attempts to overthrow Title IX. Now, the Democrats are supposed to be the party for women, right? Well, I mean, that's what their abortion battles are, all about women's rights. Well, they're all about women... If by all about, you mean eliminating what is unique, special, distinctive about women, which is that they can give birth, right? I mean, they want, they want to keep them from giving birth. <laughs> they, want to, they want to kill the baby before its birth. Lila Rose made a great point on Dr. Phil the other day, the pro-life advocate. And there was some wenchy, clearly, clearly troubled and deep-seated anger issues woman in the crowd. She had the nose piercing and the chin piercing. This woman had been hurt. It was was uncomfortable to watch the level of anger in this person at the very thought that someone could be advocating for the weakest among us, which is the unborn. It It was scary because when you look at a demonic person, someone who is possessed by the traits of satanic inhabitation, like hatred and anger. It's uncomfortable to watch if you're not a person who lives in that darkness. And you're overcome by an array of emotions, including compassion, but also fear, because it's scary. You see what anger does to people. But Lila Rose just asked a very simple question. And this woman's like, it's not a baby! It's not a baby! It's not a baby! It's not a baby! It's not alive! And Lila Rose said, well, then if it's not alive... Why do you need to kill it? I mean, right? I mean, if that's not if that's not a baby and it's not alive in the womb, why do you need to kill it? Because it is a baby and it is alive, and you don't want the inconvenience of it in your life, which is also a satanic attitude. Again, I said yesterday on the show, find me an example in the Bible of any woman who became pregnant that it was not looked upon as an answer to prayer, or an extreme blessing. Well, sorry about it, Sarai. There goes your career. Sorry about it, Mary. You're not married. You're going to be an outcast. You're not going to have a career either. I mean, just ridiculous, right? Just totally ridiculous. So, the State Board of Education has this resolution in front of it. It's very well written. It talks about the Biden administration's completely ridiculous, implausible bastardization of Title IX, which gave women opportunities. My my wife got to play college athletics. My daughters 
One of them is playing college athletics right now. Others are playing high school sports. Those opportunities, see, most of you are not old enough that you remember a time when that didn't exist. I remember that time when that didn't exist. When girls basketball was was three women on one side of the court, you played offense and you played defense. Three people played only defense. Three people played only offense because, oh, girls are just too faint-hearted to run up and down the court. And that was the idea. That's the kind of basketball my mom played. Crazy, right? But we came to realize in the early 70s, like, women can do what men can do, except men can't have babies, and women can't father kids. Producer Pam, you remember those <laughs> days. You're laughing, but I, that's how they played basketball. I am first-generation Title IX. Yes. I'm grateful for it because my school added things that we didn't have before. Uh, so, no, I don't remember three-on-three, three, but I was laughing at your explanation. That was, was very – That was why. Yeah. You can't – oh, don't ask those girls to run. Come <laughs> on. So, yeah. here's here's the resolution. And the Biden administration, they don't ever do anything without – putting a sledgehammer poison pill in it. So they're telling schools that if you don't let boys use girls' restrooms, if you don't let boys use girls' locker rooms, dress, get naked, use the shower with girls, if you don't let boys play girls' sports because they say they're girls, not boys, if you don't allow that, then you're in violation of how we interpret Title IX. And, by the way, all that federal lunch program money that you get to provide food to your kids, uh, it's going away. Because you're not going to be able to have the federal student lunch program at your school if you're not abiding by federal law. We're just going to take all that away from you. So this is why the State Board of Education in Ohio and Attorney General Dave Yost are pushing back and fighting back against this, and so are 21 other attorneys general around the state. And what they are saying is that the Ohio Board of Education and thus all public and private schools in Ohio oppose the Biden administration expansion (laughs) of Title IX and that every school in Ohio should consider the Biden administration's interpretation non-binding and unenforceable. And the State Board of Education will be urging local boards to ignore what the Biden administration says and not make any amendments, not allow boys in girls' locker rooms, not allow boys to play girls' sports, not allow boys to shower with girls. This is ridiculously stupid that the Biden administration is trying to inconvenience a far bigger minority of people than they are to accommodate transgender people. What is it against, what is it, what is the problem for a transgender person with the biological genitalia of a male or female to use the spaces that they have always used in the sex that they're born. What is the inconvenience? There is no inconvenience. So uh, I commend Brendan Shea, State Board of Education. I applaud Dave Yost fighting for it. And I want you guys to weigh in with the State Board of Education. Submit public comments because, believe me, the other side is coming hard. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.